The Hoop Lord. I'm in the building. Got my guy Tate Frazier. Let's go. And um, that was just my dad that texted me. First of all, I gotta shout out the GOAT. My dad, happy birthday, dad. HBD. My guy. So, um, yeah, we we, we live at the Hoop Lord podcast, and I just couldn't wait to um talk about the Battle of LA. The Battle of LA this past weekend. Um, okay. Here's where I stand on this because the last episode I was saying that LeBron is not the MVP because he don't have a statement game, right? Yeah. That's what I was saying. Okay. I had a lot of calls after this game. None during the game, by the way, you know, that would hint that, you know, LeBron is like really doing something epic. <laughs> None during the game. So after the game, I, the, the Texas and calls start coming in and saying, <laughs> now what? Was that a statement? Was yeah. that a statement? LeBron fans are Le- results-based. Right, yes. right. But I'm like, okay, was it a statement for the battle I was talking about? No. Was it a statement to, to the Clippers? Did the Lakers send a statement to the Clippers saying, we are here, we have leveled up, and we want smoke? I believe so. Yes. Did LeBron send a direct message to Kawhi saying that? I don't think so. Because this is what I think. I think we all can agree mm-hmm. we was underwhelmed with LeBron's performance on Christmas. Right? Facts. Okay. I'm not sure how many field goals he had on opening night, but we were underwhelmed. We remember, the world remembers, uh, oh, man. We was it was a big build up all summer for big drop. LeBron ain't do nothing. In Christmas, we was hype. LeBron fans especially. Oh man, watch Christmas, watch Christmas. See you on Christmas. See you on Christmas. Okay, cool. Dud. Underwhelmed. Guess how many field goals he had on Christmas? Nine field goals on Christmas. We was like, boo. He had seven field goals. Seven. He had seven field goals against Kawhi on Sunday. A lot of and ones. I'm not that impressed with the individual performance he put on. When LeBron, because I, I realized he didn't have his cape on versus Kawhi. He doesn't wear his cape. He doesn't bring his cape to the gym. When it's like this, he can't have his cape on because when he's when he's when when he sees a guy like KD or Kawhi across the court from him, the cape becomes obsolete because the capes cancel each other out, mm-hmm. right? In Jordan's era, there was no other cape that could cancel his cape out. He look over there, uh, nobody's wearing a cape. I'm the only one. Kobe, same thing. He didn't have a nemesis. So when LeBron steps on court, and this is all um, a result of staying around too long. Stand around too good, too long, too relevant, too dominant, which is all great if you just love LeBron so much and love all the LeBron errors and phases. Not me. I love him where I love him, and I wanted him to stay in Cleveland forever, and that's it. You know what I mean? But he has a nemesis. He has a cape on. That that's that's Kawhi Leonard. So he did, you didn't see the Superman shots from half court. You didn't see the you didn't see the emotion. 
um, into the last forty seconds of the game. And when the game just, was already over. Well, yeah, the game was all is you know when he he had to make sure they sealed the deal. Okay, bang, we we won the game. But the 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 game that I would re- really remember this game is the um, Avery Bradley game. I think Skip Bellis even said that, and he took the words out of my mouth like, "Yo, it's Avery Bradley game. Everybody should remember that Avery Bradley was uncharacteristically." Huge that game, and Lou Williams was not, mm-hmm. and Marcus Morris was old for Winfrey. <laughs> okay, um, who else? Anthony Davis had thirty and eight. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it really was a real big team effort. Kawhi didn't do anything. You know what I mean. I ain't gonna lie. Kawhi had more field goals than LeBron, <laughs> but he ain't do nothing because LeBron had everything else better than him. LeBron controlled the pace of the game. He won the game in LeBron fashion, you know what I mean, without his cape on. He does that sometime. Um can't always take it away from people that wins without that that win without their cape on. I remember Kobe pulled out a tough game to win the chip against Boston. Mm-hmm. Had like 21 points. He ain't have his cape on, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But LeBron is is different because LeBron goes out and makes sure you know, when he realizes that it's a big, huge game that everybody's talking about because he, he reads into the narratives and everything. So he goes out and how many field goals you think he had in his first meeting against Zion? Let's say 18. Close. That was the second one. Second game against Zion, he had 17 field goals. First meeting against Zion, 14 field goals. Why is that important? Because why go out and make a, a point to dominate individually those two teams now on one of them games i think ad might didn't play but when you had 40 it's like yo steph curry when he used to dominate people he used to get about 35 or 40 and then sit out the fourth quarter mm-hmm. you know what i mean lebron was like nah i'm playing a whole game i'm dominating I'm, I'm sending a message he sends these messages to people that you know wasn't even bothering him you know what i'm saying Kawhi is directly a threat to what he's doing. Zion really didn't even like understand what was get happening. He, he was didn't. Like, yeah, and and, and mind you, Zion had like thirty five. <laughs> yeah, so a great it's, game. Yeah. it's like you know what I mean. So, but uh, I don't know. I think. You know, it seemed like I'm real hard on LeBron, but it all comes from a place of uh, I just always look at what's the righteous basketball decision to make and not let down your fans. So when 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 he was in Cleveland and he left, I actually was one of the ones in the barbershop saying, you know what? I'm not mad that he played like shit against Boston and you can tell that he's leaving when he took his jersey off. You could tell he's leaving. I said he's out of there. And I wasn't mad mm-hmm. because the circumstances. Some shit was going on that we don't need to speak about. Some shit was going on in the in the organization that was not fair to nobody. So he had to leave. I said, you know what? He got to go. But he did come back. But my thing is this. When he left, I didn't want him to go to no damn Miami with Dwayne Wade and Bosh. I didn't want that. When they formed that team, I was like, I don't, I'm don't. i not rocking with him. I'm not rocking with him. He could have went to anywhere else and did something. You know, I like LeBron when he's carrying a team, right? Could have gone he, to the Knicks, like Cappy Pondexter. Yeah, Pond you know what I'm saying? But, the Knicks that, but come on. New York that year. Yeah, exactly. But I want, for real, for I wanted him to come to the Clippers that year. Mm-hmm. I really did. But, okay, you went there. I, I wasn't feeling the heat finals. But, and, and then you lost. 
So you lost. So everybody that thinks you to go and all and everybody that was riding for you, you let them down on that journey. You lost. Then you won two. Then you lost again. <laughs> then you go back to Cleveland. You win. And I forgave you for everything. Mm -hmm. I forgave you for everything. That was it. That was a storybook year. I think that year uh, Drake even dropped Just Hold On, We're Going Home. Like That was like the whole... It was like, yo, it was wonderful for everything. It was the best story, I believe, in basketball history. But then, I'm a Lonzo Ball fan, right? <laughs> um, Lonzo Ball, I wanted to see him grow and develop with a young core in L.A., right? Now, being a Lonzo Ball fan, and also, I, I live in L.A. for the last 10 years. I, I, I was an Allen Iverson diehard fan, Sixer fan, coming from Philly. So when you move to L.A., you have to adjust to becoming a Kobe fan. It wasn't a very hard adjustment. He won back-to-back -back chips. I watched every game. Boom, I'm a Kobe fan. I'm a Laker guy. Bang, I even like D'Angelo Russell. Boom, they traded him to get my guy. I loved it. Boom, we got Zoe. He got Kuz, Ingram. We got a young core. Oh, LeBron coming in? Okay, don't get rid of my guys. Mm -hmm. He got rid of my guys. He came to get rid of your guys. You came to get rid of my guys, <laughs> and you came to L.A., which I really just think this is this is really disrespectful. Mm -hmm. As unfair it is, as it is to, to put all this pressure on LeBron, to have to do it for Kobe and do all this stuff, it was unfair for him to even come to L.A., I think leave people's legacies alone. No great player in a top three GOAT conversation should ever sign with Chicago. Right? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. That's Jordan's home. That's Jordan's home. Mm -hmm. And I don't think LeBron should have ever signed with the Lakers. If you wanted to come to L.A., you could have signed with the Clippers. And Kawhi could have signed with, with L.A. You know why? He get a pass because he's from here. And he's not. He just clearly not the best player we ever seen. He's just not. He's, he's very, very good. Right? Mm -hmm. Le LeBron is one of these all-world type of Talents, athletes, personalities. LeBron, I mean, Kawhi just gets the job done. He's not going for any title other than the the the, the championship title. Mm -hmm. LeBron goes for a lot of titles. So to come here to L.A., it it, it already rubbed me the wrong way, and now it rubs me the wrong way. It, the the only thing that can fix this for me is a is a championship. <laughs> Win the championship and dominate, and preferably go through the Clippers to do it. That's it. That, that's it. That's it for the for the Battle of LA. That, that, that's 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 all I got to say about that. Okay, so one of my favorite conversations to have over the years, everybody wants to have this conversation. The GOAT conversation. What does it mean to be the GOAT? Greatest of all times. I believe LL Cool J might have brought that into the, the I like to say lexicon. That's my word. I like that word. Like how Stephen A. Smith says plethora. I like to say lexicon. The GOAT, right? The GOAT, greatest of all time. Michael Jordan has been the GOAT agreeably for what? for Since he left. Not, not since he left, since he's walked on the court. Well, not, I'm not, okay. The GOAT, greatest, greatest. It's different between best and greatness, right? When you're the best, 
you're the best skill wise right and then greatness is over time so let's let's do it that way greatness is over time being the best is your ability right so your ability your skill uh your natural born talent and uh skills that you worked on you know what I'm saying? and developed and you honed your craft and perfected so you can become the best at something and you could become the greatest at something and usually they go hand in hand basketball is more a eye test thing so it doesn't really work like that somebody can be the greatest of an error and you could clearly see that other people probably can do more than them bill russell was the greatest of his error at a in, a in an era where Wilt Chamberlain was clearly more dominant, you know, of a scorer, of an athlete, natural ability and things like that, right? So when you look at Michael Jordan, he was the greatest player of all time. That's because, not because he has more rings than everybody, because he doesn't. Robert Ory has more rings than him. We're not even going to go to Bill Russell. So Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time, mainly because he was the best we've ever seen. And he also won six titles and didn't lose any. So greatness is like, okay, it's dominance in there. It's consistency in there. It's to be, everybody can achieve greatness. All the great players can can have great careers and achieve great moments. But when you are the great test, that means every time it was time for you to be great, you was great. Not sometimes. So for the people that say LeBron has a chance to be the greatest, he doesn't ha- even have a chance to be the greatest. You know what I'm saying? He really don't even have a chance. And... He does have a chance to become the greatest, statistically speaking, mm-hmm. player to ever play. That's over time. Legacy, what you've done over time, all the numbers. You you had more rebounds, assists, points, minutes, and games than Michael Jordan. What are we talking about here? Sort of like Kareem and MJ. Right, something like that. But then you but then the big thing with LeBron is, oh man, why why didn't he always win the title? Or why why is it so lopsided and wins and it, it it's different because MJ was a killer, a known killer. Kobe was a killer, a psychopath. LeBron is just way more methodical with it and just not he's more team oriented. He doesn't you know, he doesn't need to take the last shot like those guys need to take the last shot. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't do the same thing for his adrenaline. You know what I mean? I remember in an all-star game one time, he could have took the last shot, but he passed it, and Kobe was defending him, and he looked at him like, yo, what's up? Shoot the rock. That's just, uh, that's how much of a competitor Kobe is. He He wants LeBron to shoot the game winner on him even. That's how much you got to be like that's how much Kobe is a killer so at that moment well I, I was Kobe was looking at LeBron like damn I I'm trying to respect you like you're one of me. I'm trying to, bro. Let's go. 
No. Like, don't even disrespect me and pass that. You know who. Come on. But, you know, that's that's the another thing that makes it unfair to, you know, compare LeBron to Kobe and Michael Jordan. But how can you not when LeBron is in the GOAT conversation? You let me know what the GOAT conversation consists of because a lot of people are disrespecting Kobe's legacy when they talk about the GOAT conversation. They kind of leave Kobe out and they say Kareem. I, like, I'm not even going to say no names, but on like SportsCenter and, and other shows, they want to be like, you know, some some way they act like Michael Jordan automatically cancels Kobe, cancel Kobe out, but it's like, yo, let's start at at rings when you talk about the um the people that's already in the GOAT conversation, right? Let's talk about, yo, how did you win your rings? And I guess pe- a lot of people knock Kobe for winning three, and he had Shaq, right? But he got the two back-to-back in L.A. Could have had three. They Could have had three. Bynum was injured, right? And why they are more significant than the two back-to-back LeBron got in Miami is easy. Kobe ain't going nowhere. Gasol came to him. You know what I mean? And he was in L.A. You know what I mean? Kobe did all his, his work in L.A. You know what I mean? It just was a, a – that's unmatched. What he gave one city his whole career, I do think that puts him at number two spot for me in any argument that I'm going to be in forever about the GOAT conversation. He's in the number two spot for me because he might not have won six like Michael, but he got five, and he looked up to him, and, and he was the only one that challenged to be better than Michael Jordan. He wanted to be better than Michael Jordan and he, yeah, he took his style, but he wanted to be better than him, right? So the GOAT conversation is like this. It's it's Michael Jordan. To me, it's Kobe Bryant. And I do believe it's LeBron James. I do believe it's LeBron James. And I don't like saying that. <laughs> I don't like saying that. <laughs> For some reason, I don't like saying it. I don't know. No, I like that. I like how it ended. I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I like that you gave him the third spot, and then you're like mad about it. But you know what I mean? <laughs> because you, you got to think about it. Like, yo, be, be, it's like uh, the reason why. All right, I gotta say this. Yeah, the reason why. Good, yeah. All right, the reason why. <laughs> It's crazy because the reason why I'm mad about it, it takes it all the way back to the reason why I'm mad he even came to L.A. When he came to L.A., remember, and he said, I have nothing to prove. So when you have nothing to prove, it's like, what are you here for then? You know what I mean? Money. Yeah, it's like, you know, he wants to do all this other stuff. So it's like, uh, like he already the third greatest player. And if he wins the title this year in a house that Kobe built, in a year that Kobe passed away, like, you still remain the third greatest player. So really, what is it for? And you're never going to be the best Laker ever. He thinks that if he wins, he's all those things. He he thinks he, he think he's going to be the greatest player ever. It's like, no. Sorry. <laughs> Who's hooping, hooping? Let's go. I'll tell you who hooping, hooping. You already know who I'm going to say, man. 
My boy Lonzo. I mean, what are we talking about here? Best point guards of 2020? What are we talking about here right now? Mm -hmm. I'm talking about 2020, not 2019, 2020. 2020. He been balling. I mean, he like up in the 40s in, in three-point percentage, maybe like 40% three-point percentage, which is higher than a lot of your favorite players out there, a lot of your favorite three-point shooters out there. You know what I'm saying? Um, In the last five games, okay, this is in the month of March. 20.8 points per game, 7.8 rebounds, mm-hmm. 7.8 assists per game, shooting a great percentage from three-point range. I, I I forgot right off top of the head. I think it's in the um, mid-40s. They said he couldn't shoot. Mm-hmm. They, they said he – listen, man, Stephen A. Smith, Lonzo Ball mm-hmm. can't shoot. How many times – you want to tell the world this man can't shoot. A young man that was that had all the pressure in the world coming in from his dad. Then he had sneaks that didn't work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That he had to wear. Then it's like you had uh, – it was some issues with his mom. It was a lot of issues that I knew were legitimate excuses that the world did not care about. Patrick Beverly did not care about. Mm-hmm. Nobody cared about. And guess what? It's the NBA. Nobody cares. Toughen up, young man. So what? Next year, LeBron coming to you to to uh to LA. And now you gotta, you know, you're doing pretty good, but you're not, you know, you're not even getting the numbers you was the year before. And then boom, you trade it. You you already a bust mm-hmm. to the public. Then you trade it. Now you with um Pelicans and your year was going, all right, all right. Then Zion come and boom. Now you're on TV every night, all the time, and every all the pressure is like, you know, it's not on you because nobody's looking at you, mm-hmm. but they can't help but to notice. Mm-hmm. Damn, that jumper look wet as shit. <laughs> Damn, that jump, Yo, he's shooting from the right side of his face. Mm-hmm. Yo, what's... But that's for the casual fans that just only seeing basketball when it's in when it's broadcasted on ESPN mm-hmm. or the NBA channel they don't they don't they they not league pass guys they not guys that's really you know checking on these players and seeing the development they not on these guys insta stories while they training they not really looking at these guys they don't they not talking to people hey listen man lonzo if y'all don't know he started the season off the trainer said move the form to the middle of your face to come straight off your nose. We're going to get to the right side eventually. Mm-hmm. The percentage got better in the middle of his face. Not overwhelmingly better, but better. It slowly moved to the right side. And I believe already Lonzo was on pace to, by his fifth or sixth year, be one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA. And it's a three-point shooting league. Mm -hmm. Yes, I see it. He already got about 139 threes this year. It's not no Steph Curry alert. I'm just saying he loves shooting the three. He loves it. And and he drives, too. He get big now, too. He definitely way more assertive because I remember Stephen A. Smith last time he said, oh, yeah, no, no, he could ball a little bit now. but But my issue is him. He's not assertive enough. Hey, listen, Stephen A. He's assertive now, okay? He get <laughs> he flat out get buckets now. You know what I mean? And with a guy like Zion, 
now you can see what, what Lonzo Ball fans knew all along. Great playmaker, great team player, best outlet passer, great defender, great alley-oop uh, passer. Hey, look, John Stockton didn't have critics and haters and sneakers that didn't work and a dad that said he was better than Mike, you know what I mean, Michael Jordan and shit like that, okay? <laughs> and Steph Curry. So he was able to be Stockton and Malone forever. Zoda Zion. Believe that. <laughs> Believe that. It's all, I'm talking all-star. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he balled. All right, man. It's crazy, man. Um, Golden State Warriors uh, is just um, cancel the game. Uh, cancel fans coming from the game, not to cancel the game. But. Uh, a couple colleges. I know you you the uh college basketball <laughs> expert. Uh, yeah, why someone. why are you even here? You're not even supposed to be here. The I know, I'm, tournament I'm, is to I'm, start the day. <laughs> I didn't know I was gonna have you here. I'm I know. No, I wanted to hear about everything that you wanted to say about the battle for LA. But yeah, right, like you right. said, uh, the Big East tournament. I was supposed to be in New York. Couldn't fly there. It, uh, mm. it, it's at this point. Looks like the final four may be empty. Mm. It's gonna be weird. That's not one shining moment. No, nah, it's weird. You know what I mean? Because uh, when you do, the, is yeah, the, the camera the goes crowd, around and it's empty. The crowd is it now? Now they should, they're gonna pump volume, like crowd volume, into the arenas. Apparently, they should put. Listen, listen. It's gonna be strange. Hey, look, this is twenty twenty, right? Yeah. I just want to say that this is all hologram the crowd. This, uh, this is this, that's all I'm saying. Tupac hologram. This is off the record, but come on, we thought. <laughs> 20 years ago, right? Y2K. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I do. We thought at least by 2010, one car would be flying. Mm -hmm. 2020, we got to have a hologram crowd. Why the <laughs> hell are we still going to games anyway? Yeah, let we me... could all have virtual reality. We got, I mean, I know some people like the experience. But come on, a lot of dangerous things can happen mm -hmm. to 30,000 people at once. It's always a risk. Mm -hmm. It's always, how do y'all think the common cold gets spread anyway? Mm -hmm. Through sporting events. Through, through events, schools. Through schools, through people. Oh, so, Interacting. So, so my bus. thing is this. It's 2020. We got to have a hologram crowd at least. For, for, <laughs> we got to do it. I can't believe that you. we were both thinking hologram crowd. Come on, man. Yeah, Why not? On. Hologram crowd. Hologram crowd. Throw some celebrities in there, everything, man. Come on, man. But 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 in all seriousness, though, the Big East tournament, though. <laughs> yes. Oh man, listen. Who do you like in the Big East? We got Marcus okay. Howard, Miles. That's Powell. what I'm saying. Okay. okay, like when you name them. Okay, okay. Forget about everybody else. Yeah. Throw, yeah. Boom. Yep. Them two dudes. Like, <laughs> I really do think, and it shouldn't be this way. But why? Are, why do they have to come from a sleeper position? Mm -hmm. Them dudes. I do think if you stay in college, you're running the risk of getting forgotten about mm -hmm. and having to work your way up from the sleeper position and people not even thinking twice about saying, oh, yeah, yeah, you'll be a two-way player. Oh, we'll be G League. Mm -hmm. Because obviously you wasn't the man like that mm -hmm. with the tremendous upside when you was 18, 19, mm -hmm. and you had to stay. But they don't. You know, think about the experience they're getting in school and they're getting better. And these days, um, if you a guy that like a Marcus Howard and John Morant gets the best of you and you end up staying again, 
best believe during that summer you got better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you look at a dude like Miles Powell, you look at him from high school, his body, and now. It's like all them years, like, yo, this dude is ready. He been ready. He's, he's gonna a hooper be now. he's yeah. gonna be more than ready. Now it is a overload of guards, talented NBA guards, so it ain't like, you know, and it shouldn't be a, a stigma that comes with the G League because it's just only one NBA. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you know, that's the biggest American league. It's not no leagues in here that's respectable, whereas though you can go play in there and everybody be like, wow, you made it. It's the NBA. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's only the cream of the crop. So, unfortunately, Marcus Howard, Miles Powell, they're not like um, household names and, and they're not really – People not looking at the lottery like, oh man! But years ago, these this is Iris and Marbury. This is, this is like one of them. Mm-hmm. I, no disrespect. I'm sorry about that. That, that <laughs> yeah, came, yeah. That came out wrong. Yeah, that, that came out. Upset. That came out wrong, man. That came. You know what I mean? It's but, a close. Yeah. But this is a tough a guard matchup, and them dudes got game, and I just respect both of them dudes, man. And they they holding down the Big East, and they might have to. Do they thing with no fans there, right? Yeah, and also Kamar Baldwin from Butler, another guy. Right, He's another dude. It, it, listen, man, it's some hoopers out there mm-hmm. that guys they, they just ain't gonna crack that 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 draft board like that, man. I mean, look at look at uh, your boy Cole Anthony stock. <laughs> His stock is like, damn, bro. <laughs> Trey Jones can't even shoot. He's better than Trey you. Trey Jones can't even shoot. But you know and he's the ACC Player of the Year. Yeah, and it, Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, it is. You know what? Um, North Carolina. What if they win? What if they win the ACC championship? So Roy Williams has never had a losing record at North Carolina. They are thirteen and eighteen going into the ACC tournament. If they win five games, they get to eighteen and eighteen. Oh, never a losing record. It makes sense. For your sake, I hope they do it. I hope they do. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, Cole. <laughs> Let's go. This is the Hoop Lord Podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in. I'll be doing this every week. Y'all rocking live with the Hoop Lord, man. Stay prayed up, man. Mm-hmm.